well, at the very least, it, it's podcast bronze. Did you hear that uh, they've decided universities are now going to be given a gold, silver or bronze standard? I, I did see that. Apparently, uh, our student population has now become so fucking stupid that they couldn't cope with anything more complicated than uh, basically a traffic light system. Uh, what, what exactly is a bronze university? It's like, like... Apparently, it's going to be one that's a bit shit. Like that's literally, it. that's the idea, is it'll be one that doesn't meet the expected standards, which actually makes it even more confusing, because yeah. typically you associate medals with being awarded for success, even if it's not, like, gold. It should, you know, bronze should be, like, still good, because otherwise, why are you giving it a fucking medal? Yes. It's but, just a very bad idea. Um, yes. By a very stupid set of people. I mean, that sums up most of our government decisions. I've been a little bit concerned by the Tory conference. It seems that they're trying to destroy UKIP. You want to listen to all of it, then? Yeah. Thoroughly interesting, isn't it? They're, they're trying to destroy UKIP by out-UKIPing them. Mm. Which is kind of unnecessary, because UKIP have already destroyed themselves. So. Yeah. What what have they been doing? Uh, well, Nigel Farage stepped down, so they elected a woman to lead them. <laughs> no, I mean, what the Tories have been doing? Oh, they've been just... Uh, they want all the foreigners out of the country, basically. So if you are if you look a bit foreign, they'd quite like you to go home, uh, especially if you're a student or you work in a job that we need you to do, then they'd like you to fuck off back to where you came from. Yeah, but, I mean, if we don't send all the doctors back, then how are we going to get a chance to become doctors? I don't know. I mean, I hadn't really thought about it, but now I do. I'm very angry. I don't want all the foreigners to go home so I can be Are you a doctor? No. Well, a foreign man is. I know. It's bullshit, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't think about it from a a personal point of view, but I've been in my new job for two days. I am ready for a career change. Yeah. Um, perhaps, Yeah. uh, Perhaps a UK doctor is what I should be. Maybe you can't be one because there's too many foreigners taking your your doctor job. What I would be is uh, not competent in my job or, or good at it or groundbreaking. I would just aim for being yeah. very posh and stiff and Victorian, like a doctor and in an old film. Being, you might end up being a bronze doctor, <laughs> but you're still a doctor, aren't you? Um, yeah. Entertainment, literal, actual breaking news, guys. Uh, you know you said there was a woman in charge of UKIP. Uh, she's yes. just quit. In <laughs> <laughs> days. Wow, that's uh, that's like a third of an Allardyce. Yes, mm. that that's that's hilarious. <laughs> so, for what reason? Because she realised they're all fucking horrible. Well, immediately uh, after she was elected, like half the party broke away in an anti-woman we've just elected group. Yeah, so. I mean, I think just, the problem isn't that she's realised they're bellends. She's realised they're the wrong sort of bellends. I see. I think it, it, where it, where have you got this piece of news from? Twitter. From Twitter. It's not uh, on the BBC website yet. Hmm? It's not on the BBC website yet. It's that current. Oh, yeah, no, this is literally breaking breaking news as of three minutes ago, so... Um... Well, right. she's just... she has ju- Her official Twitter account has just retweeted three minutes ago a person saying, hearing rumours UKIP leader Diane James has quit after just 18 days in charge. So, yeah, I, I think that it's a good chance that... She might not have done, but generally speaking, these things. There's every chance she will unquit within the next five minutes, hour, yes. week. Well, we actually did breaking news on the podcast. I'm really happy with this. And it was topical as well. Well, well I'm I concerned mean, that you've broken 
uh, not news. In fact, you've broken the opposite of news, like a lie. It's possible that you might have broken... Well, it's fine, because uh, by the time it comes to um, chucking this out, we'll already know, and we'll be able to edit it out, if that's the case. I'm not editing oh. out. It'll just be Dan will get done for libel. No, guys, we're post-truth now, post-facts. Um, nobody wants to listen to it. That's a good point. We just need to double down on the lie. Yeah. In fact, all of UKIP has quit. They, they've all simultaneously resigned and founded their own mini UKIP party. So there's now UKIP 1 through 200 and however many 100,000 members they, they've got. They're all their own party, all slightly different shades of purple, and they're all, all without exception, cunts. I probably shouldn't say that, actually. I know my uncle is a UKIP member, but... Um, Your uncle is a UKIP member? Yeah. Post about it on Facebook and everything. Fucking hell, mate. I know he's otherwise a lovely man. It's it's very strange. Come on, you need to you need to nip this. Well, you can't nip it in the bud. It's too late. He's a fucking tree. It is absolutely too late. But uh, what are you going to do? Should we start the podcast? At some point? Okay, yes, yeah, makes sense. Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom, and you're listening to Two Star Podcast. Oh, so hello, welcome to episode sixty-eight. Um, this is my good friend Daniel. Hello. Uh, and Daniel, tell us an interesting fact about yourself. I have four testicles. Oh, crikey. Uh, this is my also good friend, Adam. Hello. And this is like my line manager, Chris. He Hello. is sitting in on today's podcast to observe me. I'm, I'm taking notes. Uh, welcome to episode 68. Uh, we are one away from the funniest number um uh, which we, is, yep exactly uh and what's been happening in the world this week well um ukip and tories apparently we just talked about so let's get straight in to adam is going to now libel travis i'm not libeling anything um do, do you remember uh the song that travis did about how you should be very careful not to have sex with underage girls I do not remember that, no. Uh, well, it turns out they did. I was driving home from work today and listening to my uh, Google Music on Shuffle and I had a Travis album track come on, uh, which is uh, called, appropriately enough, U16 Girls and is not about the uh, presumably existing English football team, um, but is, in fact, about uh, presumably the lead singer's uh, exploits with uh, meeting girls in various places around the world, specifically mentioned are L.A. and Paris, um, who seem well up for it. Um, and uh, in the case of the one from L.A., he rang the number that she gave him and got her mum on the line who said, basically, what the fuck are you doing with my daughter? She's underage. Although, given this is L.A. and we're talking about the fact that the age of consent would presumably be 18, uh, it makes it all the worse. Um so, well, yes. I think what I'd like to hear is you reading out the lyrics. Uh, I can I can do that if you would like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could have cut in the song here and we could all listen to it, but I think you reading out the lyrics is probably much better. Okay, then. So, it begins. I met a girl in LA, the million-dollar kind. She was all for all or nothing. She was open all the time. But when I called her number, her mother's on the line, saying, you've no business as God's my witness with a child as young as mine. So make sure that she's old enough before you blow your mind. She may look like she knows enough, but look her in the eye. And if so, let her go. You'll let her down in style. And that is uh, remarkable, isn't it? Keep going. I mean, the second verse, if you'd like. I met a girl in Paris. She talked like Vera Lynn. 
and her eyes were full of dewdrop the moment I walked in. She was awfully nice, the kind that likes to win, but if I'd been wiser, a whole lot wiser, then I might have thought again. So okay. that clearly implies that he did actually chag the one in Paris, uh, whereas the one in LA, presumably her mum got in the way. Hmm. It's unclear whether or not he did her mum. So what year would this have been? Uh... Um, I don't know. Let's have a look if I can find it. Uh, 1990-something. Uh, it's on the YouTube and everything. I'm going to I guess it's to, to be admired that they, that they are um, not uh, 1997. Saying. It was the second single off their debut album. Jesus. Wow. I mean, I guess it's good that they're not saying shag children. Yeah, they're saying, like, I mean, yeah, we did, but we probably shouldn't have done but And if we thought we about it, we wouldn't have done it. decency to feel right. bad about Right, I'm going to listen. Oh... It is according to according to the lead singer himself. It is a tongue-in-cheek warning about the dangers of getting into a relationship with a girl who, despite looking much older, is actually under the legal age of consent. Mm. When when I well, listen to it, does it? That's be a good noisy? Uh, thing to be tongue-in-cheek about. When I listen to it, does it be noisy, or can I listen without you hearing me? Uh, no, there's a good no, chance no. if you are YouTubing that we will not hear a word you say because it will all be just garbled. Well, I don't mind. I just want to listen to this. I'm intrigued. Okay. Well, we'll let you do that. But you could carry on without me. Okay. okay. You know, like you well, do with Dan when he just, just goes off and plays on the internet. Yeah, he does do that, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, you, you come back to us shortly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's not as on the nose as some of the more sort of 70s and 80s pop, like no, Gary Glitter, I mean, for example, yeah, did but... a song called What Your Mama Don't See, brackets, Your Mama Don't Know. That's, I mean, that, that's, you know, that's yes. Gary. He, he was giving us the answers all along, wasn't he? Dude? I mean, yeah, but like it was the seventies. That's that was when all the pedo pop was was big. This is like the nineties. Like, yeah. it's just feels wrong somehow. But also right. No, no just wrong. No, just wrong. Really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, um, Travis um, may or may not be nonces, uh, but they at least have the decency to feel bad about it. Yeah, and that's that's, summary, isn't it? When when did Travis um, just become an Oasis tribute band? That's what I'd like to know. Well, I think they just were, weren't they? Were they all the time? I don't know. Did Oasis do a song about having sex with underage girls? No, but but the Travis, um, because I'm watching the video, and I'll paint you a picture with words, is that they just look like people pretending to be Oasis. They've got big, silly guitars and silly clothes on. And they've got stupid accents, just like Oasis. Well, they are from Scotland. Yeah, but they don't sound like they're from Scotland. The really? devious bastards. So, yeah, did they? were they always like that? Um, I think so, yeah. They did the song where if you turn, 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 turn. Yes. Turn, 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 turn. Yeah. They also did the, the song... Um, I've forgotten which one it was. They did. They did turn, 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 turn. What was their other big hit? There was Driftwood. Yeah, writing to reach you. Driftwood, 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 driftwood. Driftwood, floating on the water. Travis is great to great music to listen to when you're really depressed and want to, you know, consider topping yourself. Um. Yeah, I don't know if it is really. 
it's depressing, certainly. Why is it always rain on me? Yeah, that was the other big one. Yeah, that wasn't very good either, was it? It was all right. No. Oh, sing, 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 sing. That was the other. That was the other one in the same vein as. Yeah, I. They were shit, weren't they? Really, really shit. That was the main thing I. I remember. Up on my iTunes, I've got like fifteen of their songs, so like two albums worth. Mm. Uh, they released an album this year. I mean, a lot of bands keep doing that, though. Like, you mm. think, aren't you all dead? But it's like, no, this is our 19th studio album. It's like, fucking hell. Wouldn't, uh, wouldn't you, like, get bored of hanging around with the same four people for that long? You know, locked in a in a soundproof room, literally. The length of the album was 33 minutes. I mean, that's not even fucking trying, is no, it? that's just uh, not putting it in the house. That is pathetic. In. If I made an album, it'd be longer than 33 minutes, mostly because I'd just talk shit for a long time. But I mean, we could view each of these podcasts as an album. We could do better than that. Mm. That's poor, isn't it? Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Travis still exists, and there's nothing we can do about it, unfortunately. Um, so, well. Daniel, uh, you'd like to read out a huge long list of swear words? Yes. So, um, for those of you that missed the greatest announced, well, a great announcement... Um, Ofcom have gone to the trouble for all of us who love swearing to um, to rank all of the swear words. This was literally someone's job. So we have mild words, generally li- of little concern. So, so arse, bloody, bugger, crap. Dead. Okay, hang on one second. Has anyone not clicked on that link yet? I, I, no, I've clicked on it, I'm afraid. I've clicked on it. You've all clicked on it? Yeah. Fuck's sake, I was going to do a game. Oh. Yeah, that would have been good. Okay, well, close it close it down without memorising anything. Okay, I'm going to... Re- right, so there are four categories. There are, at number four, there's milder words, which are generally of little concern. Then there's medium words, number three, potentially unacceptable pre-watershed, but acceptable post-watershed. Rank two is strong words, generally unacceptable pre-watershed, but mostly acceptable post-watershed. And the strongest words, level one, highly unacceptable pre-watershed, but generally acceptable post-watershed. So I'm going to give you some uh, Hang swear on, words. Can I, can I ask about the... I mean, I can't look because you've forbidden me from looking. Yeah. But the apart from the milder category, it's like yeah. you shouldn't say it before the watershed, but it's okay afterwards. Yeah, with varying degrees. Well, well, like, with varying know, degrees of certainty. Well, it's like you can, you, know, you can use this if it's appropriate, but you can't say it lots kind of thing. Yeah, that milder is just generally of little concern. You can say milder words whenever they, whenever you like, really. Mm. Yeah, it's the medium ones are potentially unacceptable pre watershed. So that depends on context. I mean, it's all context driven, isn't it? Mm. But um, well, I mean, so you say that, but but the FA when they were trying to ban words decided to do it entirely outside of context. Well, they're fucking. Well, I don't know that the FA really have any jurisdiction over TV. No, no, or, or reality. Well, or football, for that matter. So, I'm going to give you some words. You tell me which category you think they fall into, ranked from one to four. So, let's start with bullshit. I'm going to go with uh, three. Two. So, that's uh, two twos and a three. Well, Adam, you're right. That's a level three. What? No. Um, No. So, three is worse. Three is medium. No, three is lower. Oh, sorry. I meant I meant three then. So four oh, is four yeah, is. But you, four is low. One is high. You said three. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I got the, I got it the wrong way around. Well, you should have been paying more attention. I was paying attention. Adam's got one point. The other two have got zero points. But it's a stupid scoring system. Yeah. You and your scoring system can fuck off. Well, it's not my scoring system. Yeah, it's awkward. Right, ginger. 
level the bottom. I don't think that's even a swear word. Uh, on the list. Yeah. Oh well, I I would be happy for people to use that insult all day every day. Number four. It is indeed number four. So that's another point to everybody. Mm -hmm. Beef curtains. Number two. Two. Uh, yeah, I would say number two. Let's go. Let's assume all all euphemisms for you know. And for parts. for a bonus point, I think probably it would be asterisked, and it would be one of the least recognised words. You remembered that well. I did remember it well. Yeah, so that is indeed number two. Um, how many more should we do? Let's do three more. Let's do shit. I'm gonna go with a three. Yeah, three. Yeah, three. That's interesting. I would have guessed two, but it is in fact three. I did that purely on the basis that bullshit was also a three, and it would seem weird. Yeah, no, that makes sense, I guess. Two. Okay. Um, cunt. That's obviously got to be a one. Very naughty. No, that's a four. You're gener- You're generally very, very naughty. Yeah, that is that is the naughtiest word. Um, gash. Oh, that's a two. Isn't it? That's, I reckon it's going to be a two. Yeah, that's going to be a two. I think see, all all euphemisms for lady parts, with the exception of cunt, are going to be twos. I reckon. Um, your algorithm does seem to be uh, does seem to be working because we've got also in two. We've got beaver, clunge, fanny, flaps, minge, punani, <laughs> pussy, snatch, and twat. Excellent. What about um? What about tuppence? Tuppence isn't on the list. It's not on the list. So I guess that's you can say that's that. Just you can say that even in the context of it being lewd, you can say it all the time. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yep. Yeah. I, I mean, vagina isn't even on the list, which is weird, isn't it? Yeah, but I guess it's probably not used in a, a like an offensive context very often. Mm, I suppose there is that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so finally, motherfucker. Two. That's a one, one. surely. Yeah, that's definitely a one. So the only level ones are cunt, fuck, and the motherfucker. I, you see, I don't feel that that fuck is on the same level as cunt and motherfucker. I just don't feel they've got enough variety. Like they, they haven't got into enough detail here. There are surely variants that you know. I mean, have they? Is this being I mean, put out to tender for people to try and think of new swear words? Surely that's what they need—an well, innovative, maybe should... um, entrepreneurial flair. Maybe we should send them a list. Jesus Christ is at number four. Well, rank four. Um, As is Minger. So Jesus Christ, Git, and Ginger are all the same level of offensiveness. Bellend is considered more offensive than bullshit and bother. Because bullshit is generally not about someone, whereas Bellend almost certainly is. I suppose. I mean, if it's Irish, you could easily be you bollocks. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. And what about son of a bitch? That's only at three. Yeah, but I get that like, that's kind of... I don't think that's really used that... It's almost kind of only used sort of ironically these days. You don't tend to get it... Apart from, I suppose, Americans tend to use it more often, but you don't really get Son of a Bitch used in British right. TV uh, in a serious context. It's a bit more confusing. me is why uh, Arsehole is a whole rank higher than arse. That is weird. I guess it's because it's more specific. Yeah. Because uh, they're used to, on, on American TV programmes, that... They would bleep asshole, but they would say ass all the time, and it's the uh, same kind of same kind of yeah, theory, I guess. It just must be the more specific you get. So, is it like the further inside you go? So, if you, if you get like colon, that's number two. Yeah. Or rectum is number two, and then uh, mm. intestines is, is level one, maybe. 
That's, that certainly would make sense. It must have been a fun, fun afternoon meeting at Ofcom, uh, putting this together. Yeah. No, 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 this wasn't a meeting, Adam. This was a task force. Someone <laughs> went away with a steering group, experts and everything, and had to research this thoroughly and present a report to a large group of people. I love the idea of just a man with a PowerPoint presentation. Yes. <laughs> it's like, so what do we think about Minge? <laughs> it's, it's brilliant, isn't it? Uh, I'd like to have been in one of the focus groups. Yes. Try it. Try and say no. Fuck is absolutely fine. You need to downgrade it. I call my mate a cunt every day. He's fine with it. I'll try and yeah. ballot stuff there. Yeah. yeah. Results. And then they'd find out that I was at the uh, at the behest of big swearing, <laughs> and I'd big be thrown box. off the committee. Yes. Now, so well, thanks I'm, for I'm the swearing. Bit, with the watershed, the watershed is no longer as a bigger deal as it used to be. Because I'm right. sure it used to be a really distinct cut-off. Before it, was, it then everything TV was... came along and on-demand TV came along and it kind of ballsed everything up. Mm. So you think that that has led to them saying, oh, well, you can just, just say what you like. The system has failed us. I think Poor Mary Whitehouse. But I don't think they've, they've... They obviously haven't scrapped it entirely, but you're right, it's kind of a bit weird because I can go and, like... in. I can get up at like six in the morning and go and watch something that was from after the watershed from the previous night on demand. Yeah. But I think the the point is that children who yes. might just switch the TV on are, are likely to be in by, by nine o'clock. You don't want them to just be like trying to tune to CBBS and it's on channel five and they hear the word cunt five times before no, they uh, manage to turn it over, which I mean is channel five's primary output. Yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, that's swearing covered. So, um, Christopher, you sold some five pound notes. I have sold some five pound notes. How much did you sell your five pound notes for? Well, the five pound notes emerged from a a cash machine the weekend before last. And my wife said, oh, some people have been selling these on eBay. So we had a look and they were going for quite a lot of money. So we thought, all right, well, why not have a go? Hmm. So the way I packaged my £5 notes was I did one singly um, and that one sold for a disappointing value of £5. Okay. But the postage was £2.20 that I asked for. So someone paid £7.20 have, for a £5 note. Have you posted note. it yet? I have posted it. And how much did postage cost The postage cost you? only cost £1.74. That is that is, you have found a license to print money. Now, well, actually, no. If you had found that, that would be even better. The three consecutive numbered five pound notes that were all AA, and then all the numbers. Mm. Uh, they went. Would you like to have a guess? Uh, I would say fifty pounds. Hmm. Anyone else? Fifteen pounds. Fifteen pounds. Well, well, that's what I would have well, paid I, for them. What do you think, Graham? I well, I I know that it was twenty-one pounds. Oh, okay. It was be- twenty-one pounds plus postage and packing. So you made like seven quid profit. Yeah, it's not bad, yeah. is it? No, that's good. No, I got my first new five of the day, but unfortunately, it was not one of the coveted AA serials, and therefore is presumably completely worthless. So I just binned it. Yeah, uh, that's the best, best way. Mm. You don't want to be taking any chances, do you? No, quite. 
Yeah, so, so um, I enjoyed that. And actually, they were my wife's £5 notes. So <laughs> I made just pure profit, profit out of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah, that couldn't be any better, could it, really? Yeah. So, well done there. Mm. Um, so, I want to make my car invisible to radar. How do I go about doing that? Uh, well, first of all, what, what's what's the, the goal here? Well, you might think it's speed cameras, but it is not. I have no concern around speed cameras. I am untouchable because of my diplomatic immunity. But when I was driving on the motorway this weekend, I found that quite a lot of new cars had a little light on the wing mirror that when I was in their blind spot, that light would turn on. I have not approved that light being switched on by my presence. Therefore, I would like to make myself invisible to radar so it doesn't happen. Okay, so there are are two things that you need to consider. The first is some kind of um, energy-absorbing paint uh, on the car. So you, you paint the car typically black. Um, certain shades of black, so that it absorbs as much of the the radar as possible. Um, okay, the any car other. is already black, so I don't okay, need this to do that. This is a good start. And That's the second fine. thing you need is lots of sharp angles, so okay. that it scatters the reflected radar in different directions, and you don't get a clear picture of the vehicle. So, if I was to hit my car with a hammer in a lot of places, that would disrupt it and uh well, yeah it would make you it wouldn't make you invisible it would make your car appear like you know maybe it's like a bird or something maybe a, oh, well, a cat I, yeah i mean I, I don't think the wing mirror is a proper radar screen it's just it, it says there is something in your blind spot uh, what so i want is still the, think this they might still think there's like a cat or something in their blind spot uh, well, i have a good, uh, i have an additional question that may scupper these plans or are you sure it's using radar is it perhaps not using well, ultrasound like a bat what is that more likely well, i don't know because i assumed location. it would be radar well i don't see how it would because roads are awfully noisy yeah it must mm. be an object detection and radar seems to be the cheapest and most obvious way of doing that how, how do uh parking sensors work they're radar aren't they uh yes they're radar yeah so it must be the same thing it's not going to be lidar no so, no because that's cool. light that would be a bit overkill, wouldn't it? Um, so I'm going to say, yes, it must be radar, unless uh, somebody knows otherwise. Unless there's just a little man um, sitting in the back looking out the window, pressing a button every time he sees a car, which is also possible. Yeah. I mean, the other thing you could do is, of course, um, rig up your radio to sort of just broadcast massive wideband um, radio waves at everything nearby. Yeah, oh, so like an, install like a jammer, yeah. so it would always be on. Yeah, I know because that would only be good when my car was near them, which is defeating the whole point of. I would need to install a radar jammer on all of their cars. No, 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 because basically you it would be so big they wouldn't know if it was you, if it was someone hundred yards away. Well, but the point is, it would be on, and therefore I wouldn't be able to sneak up on them. But don't wouldn't you prefer them to be immediately aware of your presence the moment you come? Anywhere, in, as in, like... No, I don't want them to be aware of my presence at all. That's the point. Why, why if don't I am sitting in some, to know well, If I'm there. in somebody's blind spot, that's because I have chosen to be in someone's blind spot. I don't want a computer t- making little lights come on so that they know I'm there, I, I just in case. If someone's being sneaky with detection, you want to blare out that you're there. It's like, you know, when... The, no, you uh, don't. That's, I don't want them to know I'm there. I can't sneak up on them if they know I'm there. But, the, like, the Queen doesn't sneak up on people. She has, like... A whole, I'm not a fucking Queen. I'm just, I just want to sneak up so I can board their car and uh, steal, you know, whatever they've got in their glove compartment. The Queen can do that. 
Well, the Queen is welcome to do that. I, I'm not the Queen. This is not the point. All right, all right, all right. Jesus. Right, so none of you have got any any constructive... So oh, I'm just stuck sat, sitting in somebody's blind was, spot. With them going on there. Like, as I said, you want radar absorbing paint, and you want sharp angles. The best you can do, you're not going to make yourself entirely invisible other than by making sure that you like fly under the radar. So maybe if you like really lower the suspension on the car, you can get under the detection of the radar. Uh, okay. Maybe, or I could install hydraulics and fly over the radar because it's not going to yeah, be going that up. Also is it? Works. Yeah. Yeah. If I had like monster truck wheels, no, that wouldn't work no, so big. No, I'd have to have normal size wheels, but on stilts. Yes. Okay. Well, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Thanks for your help. You're welcome. Cool. Um, so Google have said they're making another telephone. Have they? They are. They they've uh, had their Google I/O conference uh, started today, and they did their big announcements. And they have uh, decided that they are now going to uh, name their phones uh, Pixel rather than Nexus, um, and it will be. Uh, available almost immediately. Um, you can pre-order them now uh, in um, quite black, very silver, and really blue. Those are the actual names of the colours that's going to be available in. They're um, not the actual names. What are the actual no, those names? are the actual names of the colours. That's the actual names. Those are the actual names of the colours that it's going to be available in. Fucking hell. Um, now, this it, if you look at the phone, it does look very kind of iPhone-like. Um, in, in its kind of design, it's it's apart from the black one. Obviously, it's got a white fascia and like it's got curved edges. And I'm pretty sure they'll probably get sued by Apple for having curved edges on their phone because that's illegal now. Um, and they're obviously trying to compete with Apple uh, in the smartphone market. Um, and the primary way they seem to be doing that is by charging 600 quid for the basic model. That's a- and that's what people want, isn't it? Just very expensive phones. Uh, apparently, phone if not a status symbol. Uh, the most expensive one is going to be eight hundred and nineteen pounds. Yeah, I mean that is um, sort of verging on ludicrous, isn't it? It really is. Um, and the problem they've got is that people are willing to pay six hundred pounds for uh, an identical looking phone that has a small picture of a uh, stylistic Apple on the back, but they will not pay six hundred pounds for a phone that has a small G on the back of it. No, I mean sort of. Apple's whole point is what they've been spending 20 years doing is building up what they what people consider to be a luxury brand, haven't they? They've yeah. been doing that for a long time. Google have never done that and suddenly no. think that people will spend well, that money. It's kind of weird because I bought a Nexus 5X last year for like 300 quid, 320 mm. quid um, outright. Um, so they are almost doubling the price from last year's phone and while it's got some nice functionality, I cannot see how they justify doubling the price of it. But are they still going through the same sort of theory of of just charging people for the phone up front rather than doing it on? It will be contracts. available on carriers as well, oh, so you well. can get it for. I think the the EE the is the uh, the exclusive partner in the UK. Oh, right. they're going for an exclusive partner. Well, that that'll help. Um, and it will be twenty uh, twenty seven pounds a month, I think. Hmm. Well, good luck to them. I mean, we haven't released a phone, so no, who, are we to, who are we to comment? Um, we could. Yeah. So, uh, Daniel, you've been reading filth on Reddit. I have been reading filth on Reddit, but it's very funny filth. So, okay. Um, it is a um, the story of a young lady, um, and the reason I asked if it was any of you lot is because um, her husband is a 33-year-old man, and she's a 31-year-old woman, and I can't remember how old any of your wives are no that is much older than i like to go for fair enough 
Um, so uh, she is posting on Reddit. She's not having relationship difficulties. She's having some sort of communication issues with her husband. So um, she wants to try out some um, some rather kinky sex. So um, it's a bit of role playing. So the husband is um, a bit open to the idea, but uh, worried that it's a bit ridiculous. So um, he shows willing, goes out and buys a, a policeman's outfit and a spy trench coat. Um, and um, yeah, so they're, they're all dressed up, ready to go. And um, well, unfortunately, he, he rather takes the funny side of this. So uh, his, his spy, rather than being a daring James Bond type, he chooses to go down the Inspector Clouseau route. So um, it is lovely weather we are having. And then sneaking up to the drapes and beating the shit out of them. Or with the cop, um, frisking her, arresting her, uh, kicking down the door, saying this is a raid, um, throwing her onto the bed, searching the room, throw, finding a bag of weed. Um, yes, and then kept on shouting, officer down, officer down, in the middle of the act. And, <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> it, it is just ridiculous enough uh, to make you laugh. Um, and she and she wants some advice. So I, I wondered what advice would you have for this lady who um, whose husband goes just that little bit too far when role playing during sex? Well, I don't well, think I this say... is. Um, I don't think this is really about what's happening in this scenario. I think this is a cry for help from Daniel that uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. he's looking Could at be. the relationship section of Reddit, and I think yeah, uh, I think that's that's the bigger context here, isn't it? I think clearly what we have to do is to to reactivate the the advice and support that I think it was before I joined, but the podcast community were giving to him um, in terms of seeking a relationship of his own that he could then complain about on Reddit. Mm. Okay. So, um, who who wants to start us off? Well, I, I think you ought to. Um, I don't have any ideas. Oh. Uh, I'm the pre-contemplation man, not the ideas man. I see. It's it's very rare that someone compl- decides to be not even the ideas man, I have to say. No. But I knew that we needed an idea. Yeah. You're so the I'll take credit for you're it. You're the concepts man. You, you delegate the, uh, the task of coming up with ideas. Yeah. Um... Well, can you can you narrow down our criteria a little? Um, I think that that Daniel should not be looking at relationships in Reddit. Well, that's obvious, and I don't. It came to me on Twitter, so um, uh, it came oh, to me oh. on Twitter. Yep. I see. This is this. Yeah, is I don't. Suspicious. I don't know that I buy that. That's exactly what I claimed about poo crumbs. <laughs> and we know that yeah. was a lie, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if Dan is looking at relationship advice, there's nothing wrong with being prepared, is there? He's he's just reading up on what not to do. Yes, um, in advance. And obviously, I, I have learned um, not to take role playing too seriously. I don't know. I, mean, I think I learned that a long time ago. But uh, I've seen his internet history, and I know he certainly looks at a lot of love making instructional videos. Indeed. Yes. Not the biggest okay. talk about. Um, so, I mean, on on the on the subject of the the lady whose husband is well unwell, uh, I guess it's a good thing that she didn't um, like get him to dress up as a fireman because that could have caused quite a lot of uh, smoke damage. It really could. Yeah, well, I mean, water damage. 
it, it does seem like uh, it could be a very childish attempt to get out of doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, in the sort of classic, uh, you know, if you do a job badly enough, you won't get asked to do it again. Oh, I see. Yeah, um, it could be. It's just a little, it's a, quite a risky manoeuvre. I mean, it is Reddit, so it could just be entirely made up. Oh, that is true. No, um, no. Did, did the woman say anything about supporting Trump? No. Oh, maybe she's got him to dress up as Donald Trump and now he's started a war. Yeah, that would be... I mean, who who would fantasise about that, though? Um, Not me. Well, there's a whole legion of blonde weirdos on Fox who probably would, but um, yes. Hmm. Well, I don't know that we can help her. Um, I don't know that we can help Dan either, so um, no, maybe, we, maybe we'll move on to some uh, Christopher's got latest golf scores. Yeah, golf? well... As you know, there was a very important game of golf at the weekend. Oh, was, yes, uh, this is true. Yeah. I thought you meant um, actual proper golf. I was going to say oh, sport, that. but obviously it's not sport, is it? Yeah. Um, no, the, the so, uh, Lyme Regis Mini Golf Invitational, which yeah. you had to leave halfway through. I stayed for the front nine mm. uh, to observe. Well, no, spectate is the word, isn't it? And uh, as I recall... Seb was doing very well. Mm. Chris was doing. Uh, he, you were in second, I believe. Dan was had slipped down to third, and Lawrence. I mean, I don't even Frank know why he was there. Really, he was. Um, yeah, he was. He was experimenting with some new styles, I guess. Yeah. Well, it was. It was clear that um, that things were going quite badly. That Seb was going to grind out a win in a very boring German style. Um, yeah. So. For my hosting duties, I thought, well, I have to lose this. So I deliberately tried to do badly. And uh, as a result, I ended up tying for last place with Lawrence. With Lawrence, who, let's not forget, two days previously, uh, had not made it back to your house after we went to the pub. He had, in fact, gone upstairs in the pub to a closed room, had a lie down on a sofa, and then woken up at seven (laughs) o'clock. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. Lawrence. Yeah. So that that was, I mean, that was his Friday night. I mean, we all did. I mean, what, we all what did time did overdo did this, it. Yeah, but did this? We? I mean, this is Lawrence. So did it happen at like six in the evening? Oh no, it was it was about one in the morning. Oh, okay. To, to oh. his credit, uh, I mean, you know, none of us um, did ourselves proud, but um, no, um, I none, nobody vomited. So that was uh, that was wonderful. Well, that, that yeah. we can remember. It's it's quite possible I did and have oh, forgotten. Yeah. No, that is yeah. To, to give you I, uh... to give you an idea of the level of drunkenness, uh, my wife reports that um, I put on a dressing gown and then took approximately ten minutes trying to remove it. I couldn't work <laughs> out how to unfasten the the strap, the belt. Mm-hmm. I um, uh, got into the office this morning and found in my sent items um, f- from my phone that I had replied to an, an email from one of my colleagues. Uh, one o'clock in the morning, saying, "Good boy, you remind me of myself at your age." Ha 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 ha. Well, that's very professional, isn't it? That was an important business email I had to send at that, mm. at that time. <laughs> I think, in some ways, we did achieve doing a hate crime on Daniel because he didn't arrive until the Saturday, and we were all well, far that's his too own fault tired for being a, a and hung over. Uh, big, big lady. Yeah. But he didn't have the great party weekend he was hoping for because we were just all too tired. So we had to go to bed at 11, didn't we? 
Yeah, I think we kind of did a hate crime on ourselves, really, by making ourselves feel very poorly on Saturday morning. Yes. That sort of was my plan, wasn't it? Yeah. So, mission accomplished. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the golf scores, the most exciting bit, we were tied for last place. We decided to have a playoff for it. Uh, not a fight. No. So the first hole, we both scored two. The second hole, we both scored two. The third hole, Lawrence got a hole in one. Wow. Yeah. And that was a great way of losing. Uh, that fucker was hustling you the whole time. Well, Just not, not very well. The thing is, is if me and Lawrence had played that well during the main competition, we would have done much better. Possibly would have yeah. won. But who can concentrate for 18 holes? It's just. I mean, it's impossible, isn't it? Hilarious. I had to leave after nine because I couldn't take the uh, excitement anymore. Mm. Yeah. So that's it. That was the golf scores. I lost. Well, that's, that's our sports section uh, for this week. So, uh, last bit of business here is uh, Dan, you've got something about exorcists. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a minor story, but basically. Um... Uh, as Brexit happens and we all basically get run out of a job and the economy gets fucked, we should all consider retraining as exorcists. Uh, there is apparently a, um, a global shortage um, because of the sharp rise in people dabbling in Satanism and the occult. So, um, yes, apparently there is the uh, Volta Cascioli from the International Association of Exorcists, which is genuinely endorsed by the Vatican, um, describes this as an emergency. Um, it's a pastoral emergency as a result of the significant increase in the number of diabolical possessions. So, um, yeah. Well, I'm I'm already planning on retraining as a British doctor, um, but oh well, I, I mean, after Brexit, all of our exorcists are going to be sent back to Haiti, aren't they? So we we will need many more. But yeah. if exorcism didn't require much um, training, then perhaps I could do exorcisms to pay my way through medical school. Because oh, the nurseries are going to be scrapped, so... Yeah, you could do just a bit on... Well, I just don't go to medical school, because, yeah. I mean, we've had enough of experts. I mean, if you That's get right, really yeah. good presumably yeah. you'll be able to raise people from the dead in the end as well. Um. Yeah, I guess that's probably how that how that works. Yeah. Um. I mean, do they give any mention to Satanists putting curses on cassette tape and or plastic bags by any chance? I mean, they don't. Because that would be a wonderful callback to episode, I think, two or three. Yeah, it's proper, proper retro. That was a really old school. Um, but we discussed how Satanists put curses on carrier bags. Well, I mean, I'm sure that's one of the things. I mean, I don't think the Telegraph, it's a reputable newspaper. It doesn't want to go, like, publicising what the Satanists do. I mean, I guess that was um, a big part of bringing in the plastic bag tax was the fact that Satanists were, were cursing them and leaving them in bushes. And yeah. Satanists can't afford 5p for a bag. No. It's, so, uh, really, isn't it? it's all linked, isn't it? It's all, I think, synchronicity is what Yuri Geller would have called this. Yeah, definitely. Or it's just coincidence and uh, confirmation bias. Is That's that what Yuri Geller would have would have called it? He, Are you thinking was of always, uh, Jung? No, Yuri Geller was, was always a, going on about synchronicity. Well, it was a it was a term coined by um, by Carl Jung. Oh well, Yuri Geller very much stole it and said it a lot. And, and uh, said it, it was about bending spoons. Mm. Uri Geller's big thing was uh, the 
the number 1111 was very important, but he couldn't say why. But quite often he looked at a clock and saw that it was at 1111. I mean, possibly once a day. Uh, I mean, possibly even twice a day. Twice a day if he's, if he's got yeah. his clock set to the child's way. Um, but yeah, that was a, a sign of some cosmic thing that was happening. And he somehow linked that to 911 because, you know, 9 and 11 are sort of the same. Um, but, you know, he's a charlatan and it's all bullshit. So maybe let's not pay it too much credence. So um, we have been going on a bit and last weeks went on way too long. We went over um, an hour. I was quite proud of that. Yeah. I mean, it was a bit. It was a bit silly, wasn't it? Uh, I so, feel like it was. Uh, I was like filibustering in Parliament. Um, I mean, you could do that next week if you want, and we can just leave it recording. We'll all go downstairs and, and do something different, and then come back. I think. Uh, I think I would like to. I'm making my mission just to try and make these things as long and drawn out as possible. Okay. Well, um, for this week, going to ask me how I intend to do that. No, for this week, I'm. For this week, I'm just going to say. Right, so Chris has once again uh, made us go into the post-credits uh, scene. Yeah. I got there are two things we need to talk about. So Diane James quits as UKIP leader. Yeah. is now on the Telegraph website. So that's as good as confirmed as definitely being true. Yeah. Okay, well, you've heard it here first. I mean, yeah. except you'll probably be hearing this on Thursday or Friday. Mm. Um, so it'll be last. About yeah. 48 hours after. Yeah, but the thought was there. Yeah, well, we heard it first, and we're sort of time traveling into the future. That's true. So there true. you go. So the other thing is, uh, I was sort of rudely interrupted when I was excited by the idea of designing our own phone. I think this is an excellent thing to do. And what features should our phone have? Well, I have two ideas that would make a phone awesome. Are you ready? Okay. Idea one, bottle opener. Yeah, that actually is genuinely an excellent idea. Mm. It is, isn't it? That would be brilliant. Idea two, lighter. Okay, uh, that's also an excellent idea. But what might be easier ideas. would be if we... The lighter's more difficult, though, because you, you need to find space for the, the reservoir as well as... Well, well what easy. I was going to say is you maybe we like could mine. just... Um, and and just take those two things to it. That's your prototype. Really, like stylish, though. And what we could do is just make uh, phone cases. Because mm. mm. God knows Samsung need an additional source of ignition for their um for their yes. phones. Yeah, absolutely. And a strapping lighter fuel to it. A load of lighter yeah. fluid would would be a good good idea for that. That's a very good idea, actually. Yeah, just just cases. We don't just need cases, to worry about all we, stupid could... technology. Uh, and here's the genius bit. It could come with a um, storage, additional storage thing that plugs into the USB port, and it's pre-populated with every episode of Two Star Podcast up until that point. Mm. There we go. That's it. So, Job done. Which would make the earlier editions more valuable because they would have less Two Star Podcast on. Mm. No, that would make... Oh, I see. So yeah, they're rare. Yeah, you yeah. want to reward early adopters. Was, and also there'd be more space for just other stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, well, um, I'll get prototyping and 3D printing some stuff, and we'll be on Dragon's Den next week. Mm. Excellent. Okay, I think well, that was worth um, worth dragging you back for. Yeah, I mean, it's, the listeners need to decide that, I guess, um, and I'm sure they will. 
Okay, and they, cool. They can vote with their unsubscribe buttons. Okay. Okay, well, Bye, thanks listeners. for your time.